in looking, when, I guess it started with the ragtime and, and stuff like this, and, and uh, I don't know, you come to this city, I don't know when you came, but this place is festooned with a certain mythology around piano players. Oh, and yeah. Pianists, well, so. I, I came because of Booker. Oh, specifically yeah. because of Booker. I mean, I had heard Fess and Dr. John. I love them, and I love the, you know, hearing the Tresio, and, you know, I didn't grow up hearing that at, at all in St. Louis, so it's very exciting. I think I first came down in 77 or 78, and... Uh, What's Tresio? Tresio, that's... Uh, bong, bong, dun, dun, oh, dun, yeah, yeah. Dun, dun. That's the key. half clave, yeah. Right, half clave, that's... <laughs> It's like five different names yeah, for it's it. It's the most common rhythm in the world. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. maybe comes from India. I yeah. think maybe the, the gypsies brought it from India. To, yeah. Uh, you know, in Gottschalk, you, can, you find in one, in one piece, you find the Tresio, you find the, the tango, habanera, bump, ba-dump, bump. Yeah. And you find the, the, uh, the cinquillo. So anyway, that if I was have been able to make a name for myself, it's because I played trad jazz, but then I was also interested in Booker, and I mean, just so few people have bothered to really learn that Booker stuff. Now it's easier because Josh Paxton transcribed. I saw Transcribed those books, so I mean, it's all. It's a lot easier. It's still hard to play the stuff, but um, there's like Dave the Count Rice. Have you heard him? No. He's he's really dug into Booker heavy. Yeah, Harry Connick is amazing playing it, but there's just only a handful of people who who bothered, and I'm, I'm known as one of the people who've done that. So I guess I'm just known as somebody who's into a lot of different things. You had a Beatles show for a while with the little Queenie and yeah, Davis. Yeah. And that was great. I wish I could have I could have blossomed, but how about putting stuff together for other people? Because I remember there was a period where you were working with the Dirty Dozen. Well I just did one one song on their Jelly Roll album. Uh-huh. And I milked that connection. You know, you you think I didn't more than I actually did, so yeah. that's fine with me. Uh-huh. Okay, that's interesting. Um, yeah, and I started the Nightcrawlers. Right, and that's interesting, too. I mean, that came because I, uh, after I submitted that one to Gregory Davis that they used, which was a just a Tresio bass, New Orleans Joys, I, I, I threw another one at him. Uh, called Heavy Henry, and he said, now we're going to pass on this. So I, I went to Matt Perrine and he said, look, I, I have this chart, you know, can't we start a brass band? And, and Matt had something in his mind, too, you know, so just got Kevin Clark and Eric Traub and a few people together, and, you know, it was and the first by the first time we played, we knew it was good. It's just never, never taken off the way it should have. I guess it's there for posterity, though. Yeah. If people care about New Orleans music 50 years from now, you know, they'll look at those records and say they're they're as good as 
the dirty dozen or rebirth. I, I really think that. Uh -huh. A lot of people. A lot of musicians have said that. Uh -huh. And not, not as blasting, grooving as uh, rebirth for sure, but more interesting harmonically and melodically and all that. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, there's so many different directions. I mean, I was, I was like, going to ask you about that sort of thing, too, with New Orleans piano traditions as opposed to things like uh, the other stride in, you know, American piano styles from other places. And, you know, how'd you, how'd you, how did you end up sort of bypassing, you know, the, 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 the Willie the Lion, you know, this James P. Johnson scenario? And well, I, I learned, have learned some of that, and mm -hmm. I'm... My first LP even had a couple James P. Johnson pieces, uh -huh. and I've worn some Fats set pieces. That stuff is hard. Yeah. Um, and I got a little bit into it, but it kind of came down to I would rather just write my own music than right. play the stuff that you're never going to play as good as the uh -huh. original guys. <laughs> or right. if I play an original piece like the Maple Leaf Rag, I really like to dick around with it, you know, really change it around. Uh -huh. All sorts of stuff. With it, so. Um, so, and then, what do you think is going on now in the in in New Orleans music and the music scene here, as far as, do you have any ref reflections on the process since you got to town, or what, what's changed about the about New Orleans uh, music and the uh, well, to me, personally, it's not as interesting because a lot of the people who I would go out and see have passed away and have not really been replaced. Snooks Eaglin, uh, Henry Butler isn't here any longer. Yeah, yeah Butler is good. <laughs> Butler, yeah, it's a big loss. Yeah, I mean, and when he comes to town, it seems it's hard to hear him. Um, uh, the trad scene isn't, there isn't as much trad, which I like. A lot of people wouldn't care for, but you know, there was, used to be able to go to the Meridian here, Jacques Coutet's band, six days a week. There was a place called the, the Can Can Cabaret on Bourbon Street that had a really good band you could go to. Now there's the Palm Court, which can be kind of kind of snoozy, and there's the Preservation Hall, which is always mobbed. Um, you know, there's there's good funk bands. I like the some of the Frenchman Street players. I love Panorama. No. Um, Any anytime Shannon Powell's there, I'll I'll stick around yeah, you know, just to incredible. hear him. But Donna's is gone. That was a big loss. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I, I rarely go out and hear music. Well, it's got to be hard with your ears. I love Astral still. Um, but right now, yeah, <laughs> I'm not inclined yeah, to hear much of that. Yeah. Astro Project is still, yeah, it's, they're hard to play at all. Anymore. They don't play that often. 
you know, I don't go hear, um, you know, George Porter is obviously a master, but I don't go to the, hear the trio. Yeah. No. I rarely go to the Maple Leaf. I used to go there a lot. I'll go hear Cleary when he's in town. He's probably my favorite. It's just all around, just the way he can put the Cuban thing into the New Orleans thing. It's just so magical. He has a very, very strong kind of very crisp internal rhythmic this uh, clock. His, you know, what, the way he expresses time is very, very Oh, I know. He's and his singing. Yeah. And his guitar playing. I know. Yeah. He's just... Yeah, it's great. Eighth wonder of the world, as Bonnie Reed said. Uh, are there other piano players outside of uh, outside of New Orleans that you're interested in or that you listen to? Uh, oh, you know, obvious people like Marcus Roberts and Brad Meldow. Damn, well, I went and heard John Ellis the other day. Oh, John is great, right? Yeah. I bought the record and it didn't translate as well, I gotta say. It's more something to hear live. Yeah. That's true with a lot of jazz, frankly. I, I wonder how much you get about Powell records, and if you had been there, you're a dick. It's always the fear. <laughs> Favorite, my favorite pianists were Dave McKenna, Dick Hyman, and uh, James Booker. Huh. Which is yeah. an odd threesome. Do you know yeah. Dave McKenna? I know who Dave McKenna is. You know, I'm not. I don't know a lot of it. God, but I, that's just it's such interesting names to bring up. But uh, well, he was best barroom pianist ever. I mean, walked his bass, great walking bass, and amazing flow of. Minds. Uh-huh. So, uh, and Dick Hyman's just one of these guys. He's the best stride player still. Uh-huh. He's about 80, he turns 84 this year, 85, he was born 27. But he's still playing his butt off. Do you teach people? I have some students. Uh, I can't say I'm very good at it unless they want to really learn Booker and that stuff. Yeah, I get people come. Sure. Mm-hmm. How do you? Um, I'm not good at teaching non-Hawaiian stuff. Uh-huh. So I, I do. I, I give. I'll give them a book, and but teaching is tedious. Yeah. It's really hard. Uh-huh. I have to. Uh, you know, I think I, I came here when I was 26, and I had a master's degree already. Uh-huh. I could have gotten a PhD at one of the schools here and I could probably be teaching, but I don't know if I'd be any happier. Uh-huh. Probably not, because uh-huh. that would have cut into a lot of the travel that I would have wanted to do. That would have been as an art student, the visual arts? No, no, I would have gotten a, a music degree. Oh, okay, because I thought your master's was in what? Master's was in jazz studies. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, that's interesting. Okay, I didn't realize that, because you said your undergrad was art. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, and then I got a music degree because I wanted to be a 
music journalist. Right, I see. Okay. And I was never able to get on a, on a staff. No. Uh -huh. So, um, that's all right, you know. I think now what, what bad karma I would have generated from being critical <laughs> for 20, 30 years, you know. Yeah. I could be generating it, but who knows? Well, you're, you're generally saying no. You're not. You're 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 not going after people you don't like and interviewing them. No, I mean I go after everybody, whether I like them or not, because I'm interested in music. I'm more interested in. I mean, there's people that I would say some of their efforts I'm not that interested in, but I don't think it's my responsibility. It's my responsibility to ask them why they're doing what they're doing and whether what they mean by that because I think that's interesting in music I mean if a person has most everyone everyone I interview or everyone that I go after is somebody who isn't who could be doing it a different way other than they're doing they have the capability to do it a different way than they're doing so I just I'm humble about the fact that they chose to do it one way and rather respect to say why why are you doing it this way as opposed to the other way that you could be doing it? What's the meaning? I'm interested in meaning, I guess, is really what I'm, what I'm, what I'm, what I'm interested in. You know? Or not, or lack of, but the discussion of it. You know? Anyway, it's that sort of thing. So it's not really, I don't really go after people I don't like, but sometimes, you know, if you know what I mean, then it's not my favorite thing. Although I tend to go after the network of people that I do know because I feel like they have been disserved by <laughs> in general yeah. you know I've seen a lot of music in New Orleans go completely passed over by the press because they didn't know how to penetrate what was going on right when it was happening you know and yeah well some of these some people I noticed you interviewed Tim Green that guy Eric Traub yeah in fact I haven't seen Traub forever I don't even know I, don't I, I hope he's okay yeah Trollson. I don't know if you interviewed him. Yet. I've been meaning to interview Trollson. I I have to broach subject with him because you know some people don't like to talk about things like a classical interview, and then I'm trying to find ways to open up. Say, look, well, you're an artist. We can talk about whatever, however you'd like. I don't care if you want to play things or you know whatever. I'm just trying to sort of open it up for people. So I haven't gone to Rick yet, but I will get there. Um, yeah, I feel like very fortunate. I don't, as I said, I don't think I'm a very good jazz player, and to be in a bands with Trolls and Evan Christopher, Matt Perrine, yeah, it's just probably the single most valuable player in town because of his arranging skills, mm -hmm. and he can play any lower end instrument. I know you've been in some bands with him. So. Oh yeah, I play Matt. I'm going to going to Louisville with him at the end of the month, actually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To do what? Well, we get this wedding, but the wedding involves a second line, a jazz set, and a klezmer set. And it's funny he's coming in to do the tuba and play and play trombone, not play bass. Joe Cabral plays bass with the klezmers now, but then we got a jazz oh. thing, so then he's going to play tuba on that. And there's a second line, so you know, it's, it's kind of a mishmash. These people wanted a whole a whole range of stuff, you know. So you're calling the people that have the you know have the most flexibility, multiple, multiple skills, yeah. you know what I mean, it, in order to make it work out, you know. Which look, luckily, a lot of people in the Klezmer All Stars that you know that we use are are those people from time to time. But you know, Stanton couldn't make it, so we're taking Kevin. You know, a lot of a lot of there's a lot of things like that, and that was perfect because. You know, he can do as you said. The, the range of the range of stuff is there, and he's always got an idea. You know, the very musical guy. I mean, this guy Matt is his natural 
musician is the yeah. melodic sense is just unbelievable. Like, it is. It's like, <laughs> I've never seen it. You know, it's so uh, interesting when you see so, that stuff roll out of somebody so perfectly every every time. Yeah, that, that kind of well, thing. Evan's the same way. Mm -hmm. Evan is even more melodic than Matt, yeah. I think, you know. I have, he's more limited in what you can, you can do just on the clarinet, but God, to play with like Matt, I would, you know, Matt and Evan and Shannon Powell, you'd book them on a gig and you just wouldn't have to worry mm -hmm. about anything, yeah. you know. Because, yeah. you know, Matt, Matt and Evan can just toss the ball back to forth, you know, for, yeah. for the whole set if you had to, you know. Yeah. So. Well, do you want to show me what you're doing with the people that you were going to say? You're gonna show oh, I'll just show you. Yeah, I know, and then I'll, I'll let you yeah. get back your Sunday relaxation. 